0: In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today we continue our series looking beyond our giving, beyond what we invest here at St. Michael, and specifically today we are looking at our worship. Worship that we do here is rooted in two big ideas, praise and thanksgiving. The praise reminds us of what is good, shapes our perspective about how we see the world. These moments that we spend in praise can create habits, and those habits can become a lifestyle. That's the idea of our worship, to create a lifestyle that is focused on, rooted in God. Now, that might seem a little obvious, except for many of us, Worship and the way that we plug into church can often seem a little bit like a checklist if we're not careful. We do things like we check off baptism and confirmation, and for some, Christmas and Easter. And for others, we do marriage and maybe burial. Check, 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 check. If we're not careful, what we do here in worship can be like we're just accomplishing tasks. When there is so much more at stake. To come and to give praise to God helps us change who we are from the inside. And as we give our praise, we go back and forth with this idea of thanksgiving, of gratitude, of coming before the altar of God and saying thank you for everything that we have been given. Prayer is what really roots us in our discipleship. This worship and prayer and singing together is critical to creating an identity of the people that we want to be. I had a friend actually say to me a few years ago that we should start everything that we do with a prayer. And she was saying this to me because she had been with me in meetings and other places where I had just gotten down to business. We never said a prayer and we were done. Now, at this point, as she was saying this to me, I was already a priest. You would have thought that I would have figured that out already. But... (laughs) Honestly, we are just getting life done. And to me at that point, a meeting was a meeting and worship was worship. Except there's something so much better than that. We can make our entire lives a prayer to God, praising God and giving thanks everywhere we go and in everything we do. Now, as we've been looking at the way in which we do work here at St. Michael, We've tracked lots of different things that we do. But I've been excited about this Sunday with worship because it's something that I think St. Michael does very well. Just think about all the different threads of effort that combine to make this kind of experience possible. Many of you have likely volunteered in different worship ministries. We have hundreds of people who are in more than a dozen different ministries that directly impact the experience that we have on Sunday mornings. If you think about all of the stuff that goes into this, it's really remarkable what gets done every week so that every Sunday we have a really uplifting, renewing, and inspiring experience. Today is one of those Sundays that we lift up in the church year and make it even more special than most. At All Saints Day, we remember all of the people who we love and see no longer. The way we pray and move in this worship service is something that reminds us of all the people that gifted us with this tradition. Now, losing a loved one is never easy. We all grieve loss differently. But one thing is certain. Our faith in the purpose of God is really what sustains us. And we see that kind of faith in today's gospel lesson. This amazing story of raising Lazarus from the dead is one that we likely know. Lazarus, one of Jesus' friends, is very ill. And his sisters send word to Jesus to come and see him because he is so ill. And yet Jesus can't quite make it there in time. And as we come to our gospel lesson today, Jesus is approaching their house. And one of Lazarus' sisters runs to him and says... Lord, if you had only been here, our brother would not have died. This story is is a profound moment, not necessarily because Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, but because Jesus says why Lazarus is able to be raised from the dead. In the story, as he responds to Mary and Martha, who say, you know, you can't roll the stone away. It's going to smell bad. He's been dead for a while. Jesus makes a critical statement. Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? What an amazing way to shape this moment. Jesus, who has done so many things up to this point, healing the blind, the lame walk, now comes to a point where his friend Lazarus has died, and yet he says to his sisters, if you believe you will see God's glory. On a day like today, when we remember those who have died, those who we love and we have lost, we are also reminded that if we believe, we will see God's glory. All Saints Day is often to look back, but I think we have something more to do because All Saints really goes both ways. We remember those who have given us this tradition, most of us likely raised up by people who had a strong faith. But we don't often look forward for the people who will receive and inherit the faith we sustain today. Just let that sink in for a minute. We are here for more than just ourselves. We may show up most Sundays thinking that we get something we need, But our presence here, our ministry together, that which sustains our church, goes way beyond just us. Our efforts continue a legacy. And that legacy is what will be handed off to the next generations. People one day will gather to say prayers for us and to give thanks that we were able to sustain this amazing faith such that they can witness glimpses of God's glory. Now, keeping our eye on the prize, as it is, is not always easy. And it got me thinking about TV competitions How many of you watch TV competitions, reality show? I love those things. And I was just watching one. I remember watching a dance competition years ago. And whenever I see the dance competitions, you know, I was a singer growing up. So when I see people sing, I often know like I could do that. When I watch the dance competitions, it's not exactly the same feeling. Although I do sit there thinking, you know, you can, I can kind of do that, right? That tango, I'm sure I could give that a good whirl. And as I was watching a dance competition a few years ago, A young group of girls came on the stage, and they were hip-hop dancers, and they were amazing, and they all had different styles, and the music was great, and they were flipping and turning, and they were in sync. It was fantastic. And after the performance was over, the girls were sort of overwhelmed because they knew they'd killed it, right? I mean, they knew they had done this so well, and the judges were praising them for their sync, for their choreography, for their energy. Everything had come together to be excellent. Except one judge saw that there was something more going on with these girls. And so she said, I feel like there's a story behind why it is that you are here, would you tell us? And one of these young teen girls said, I come from a difficult neighborhood. We all come from a difficult neighborhood. A neighborhood where there are children who are abandoned by their parents and have to be raised by someone else. People who are hungry, people who live in poverty, people who are unstable with abuse, hunger, violence, and we know we can do something to help them. And we came to this competition so we could win the prize money so we could start a community center in our neighborhood. And what amazed me is here are these teenage girls who saw this million dollar prize at the end of the road as nothing more than the tool To make their real goal a reality and isn't that something you know we live in a world that says money and power and authority is actually the goal and yet these children reminded me how easy it is for us to look beyond money and power to something so much better They were given a gift of dance, and they used their gift to win some money to actually reach the real goal and the real target of changing the lives of the people they loved. See, goals matter. Keeping our eye on the real prize matters most. You've heard me say here that the ministry that St. Michael does matters in our world. It doesn't just feel good, it's not just doing good, it is actually changing the world for the good. And the worship and the ministry and the outreach and the formation and the care that we all give is only what we do in order to reach the ultimate goal. And our goal together is simple, our goal, is to transform ourselves and the world through the power of the gospel, to extend the kingdom right here and right now. Today, as we remember what we have been given by those who came before us and what we have to give to those who come after us, I want us all to think about the gifts that we can pool together here how we invest ourselves together here to do more than just the day-to-day, but to reach the ultimate goal of God's kingdom here on earth. Our work is not done. And when our faith in the true living God binds us together, all things really are possible. Amen.